Hello and welcome along to the Property Academy podcast. I'm your host, Ibn Knight. And I'm Andrew Nicholl. And today on the show, we're talking about our favourite property investment tools. These ones are the ones that aren't on the Opus website. Yesterday, we talked about their favourite tools on the Opus website. These ones are all non-Opus. Andrew, take it away. So I'm going to start with Zero, and I'm sure everyone's heard of Zero, unless you've been living under a rock for the last 10 years. Zero, an awesome New Zealand company where basically they pull all the information from your bank accounts and help you code it for your accountant. So it's kind of like an accounting software that works in the cloud, whatever that is. One of the major advantages of this is making your returns easy come into the financial year. And this is specifically for your property investment bank accounts, right? Correct. So this is why you set up your own separate account for your property investment, pull the data from there, code it appropriately, and it is very intuitive. And broadly speaking, what's it going to cost a property investor? I think the entry level pack is about $5. It's it's very, very cheap. Often that's if you go through an accountant. So I know, for example, Momentum, we have an option there to bolt on zero, and I think it's $5 a month or something like that. It's very cheap. And I know there are staggering options after that. If you're using an accountant as well, which I'm sure you are, then you would generally just go with the $5 a month pack, which doesn't have all the uh, interface that you pay otherwise. I'm no zero expert, but I'm going to fact check you on that because I've just been on the website. It it appears, and of course there may be different packages, but if you're going to go to zero yourself, that it's $27.50 plus GST per month for the starter pack. Perhaps there's a different property investor. There is. So Andrew, let me ask you this. Well, if I'm using Xero, do I really need an accountant? Yeah, the short answer is absolutely. So you still need someone to sign off your tax return. You can do it yourself, but if you're going to run your property investment as a business, which we recommend you do in this show, then absolutely you'll be using a professional property accountant as well. Fantastic. Next on my list is Pocketsmith. This is like Xero for personal finance. So you can hook up your personal bank accounts, pull them through and code them. But this is specifically for personal finance. And what you can do is create a whole heap of reports so you can forecast into the future what your property is going to be worth, what your mortgages are going to be, how quickly you're going to pay those off and get a really good understanding of what your financial position will be in the future. Now, I've been using this myself at varying times throughout my life. I don't currently because it can be quite a work to code things and then understand what's going on. And quite confronting probably. It can be quite confronting, but if you're going to use Pocketsmith, it's really important that you've got an understanding about what you're going to do with the data. So if you code everything in and find out that you're spending a couple of hundred dollars a week on food, entertainment, restaurants and things Holy like that. moly, someone's getting paid too much. No, that's, that's just for context, I spent a lot of time away from my home city. Okay, okay. You know, it's not like you've got cornflakes and, and... What kind and, of entertainment are you getting when you're away from your home city? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll cut that out. But the reason... <laughs> <laughs> a little genuine laugh. But the reason that Pocketsmith is quite good is you've got to get your household in order before you can start to invest in property. If you don't have an understanding of how much you're saving per week, then it may be harder to get the mortgages approved from the bank. What's number three, Andrew? Actually, just as a side note, just had a message from Matt Harris. He tells me I'm completely wrong. It's $20 a month and it's $5 a week roughly. So that's where that number was in my head for the baseline zero add-on. Next on the list is Planalytics, and this is a relatively new tool designed by an interesting guy that Ed's met up in Auckland, and it's a financial advisor tool only, and it's to make projections out into the future, and it takes all sorts of 
different things into consideration. You can adjust all the assumptions. It is the most sophisticated software that I've seen of its type, and it's the most easy to understand. We're going to actually start using this, a trial using this for some of our investors at Opus, and so I'll tell you more about it later on, but it's, it's very, very cool. This is a bit like Pocketsmith, except quite advanced in terms of how you're running your property portfolio. So what you can do is forecast the cash flow of that property and say, well, what would happen if I put that money towards my personal mortgage? What would happen if I use that money and put it towards an investment mortgage? Lots of different scenarios. Number four on my list is paye.net.nz. So this is an online calculator which helps you figure out what your take-home pay is, which I always find is very hard to calculate yourself because we've got a progressive tax system in New Zealand. If you get a pay rise from, say, 55K, now you're on 75K, maybe because you switched jobs and there was quite a step up in terms of that income. Don't get any ideas then certainly you're going to be moving over some of these tax thresholds. There's also ACC contributions, KiwiSaver contributions. There's some other things that get taken out of your income that you're not necessarily thinking about. Now, the reason that I really like this is you can start to plan out how much income you're going to take home when you have an income change. So say you get a pay rise from your employer because you've been doing a great job. Perhaps you switch jobs and you're having a change of income. Well, how does that impact what I'm actually taking home and can spend each week? And I just think it's probably the simplest calculator in order to figure that out. And actually, that's really useful if you're trying to work out what your uncommitted monthly income needs to be to be able to get a deal across the line. So if you know that you're $200 a month short in uncommitted monthly income, then you can go back to this calculator and reverse engineer it to figure out how to get that back within the bank's parameters. So that's great for that reason as well. Number five on the list, goodreturns.co.nz. So this is a website that I've used for years. So ever since I was in mortgages, I'd use Good Returns. It's got all the latest interest rate and financial news. So you know, it might not be exciting for everyone, but if you're keeping up to the play with what's happening in the market, this is really good. It isn't the greatest looking website, but it is so, so useful. Lots of data there. I really like it for its interest rate tool as well. So if you go down to the mortgages section, there's compare rates and you can actually click on view full table or something like that. It's on the right-hand side. I'm waving my right hand up in the air as we record this, so I can imagine it. And it shows you all the banks and all the lenders, and you can sort them by term. So for example, today when we were in our training session, I went to the five-year rate and wanted to know what the cheapest five-year rate was with the main banks. And I click on five years, and it sorts them all. And then I could see that 2.99% with B and Z for five years was the cheapest among the main banks. So really useful tool. Next on my list is calculate.co.nz. This is another calculator-based site where there are heaps of them. And what I particularly like about this one is they are very, very niche. So there are a whole heap of calculators that you'd only use in very specific scenarios. But what that means is that if you've got a very specific question and you're willing to take the time to put some data into the website, you can probably get out an answer that is more attuned to your specific situation. So they've got debt-to-income ratio calculators. They've got a compounding average growth rates. They've got a price elasticity of supply and demand calculator and a property location cost calculator. They are very, very niche. But if you've got a specific question or a calculator, you're like, I need a calculator that does this. They potentially have one. In fact, going through this list, I must admit, made me quite excited because I, I found all these calculators that I was going to recreate. What's number seven, Andrew? Wow. Number seven, another one that I use all the time is Property Guru. Now this, you can look at all sorts of things to do with New Zealand properties. So you can actually check who owns what properties. So for example, I often use it because I might look at, say there was a house that I was looking at buying, 
I might go on there, find out what it last sold for, find out who the current owners are. If it's a company, then I use the company's office to find out who those directors are, and then I might give them a call. You can just go and check out what the really nice house that you drive past every day is. Ed made that note on here because he's, I the, love he's doing that, that kind of stalker. And you can also you know, look up ownership. So for example, if you wanted to see how many properties in a look-through company, you can type in the name of the look-through company and look that up. I don't know that it's available for the public. So I do think you have to have a subscription for it. And I don't know that it's as easy to get as just signing up. But if you can get access to Property Guru, then it's awesome. My understanding is it's about $270 a month. But if you go through the Auckland Property Investors Association, and perhaps the other ones have this as well, I'm pretty sure there's like a two thirds discount. You can get it for something like $70 to $90 a month. Number eight on my list, sorted.org.nz. Now you will know this because it is a website created by the Commission for Financial Capability, which is a government-run organisation. And I've got lots of calculators, but that's not what I want to talk to you about today. What I want to talk to you about is their money personality quiz, which I really enjoyed. So they've got 16 different potential money personalities like the advisor speculator, the money surgeon, or what I'm pretty sure Andrew is, which is the hedonist. What's the hedonist? It's somebody who's very hedonistic, free, you know. I don't even know what that word means. Very, very free, leads with their head. Head, you know, doesn't think. And look, when I, when I say sorry, head. doesn't think. <laughs> let me just get. Are we going to come to blows over this yet? Well, let me just find you the definition. A hedonist is a person who believes that the pursuit of pleasure is the most important thing in life. A pleasure seeker. <laughs> okay, I don't want to know any more about why you put me into that category. Am I wrong? Next on the list. No, I've still got the floor. <laughs> I've still got the mic. I got that. I was quite surprised by this. I got the entrepreneur. And who wants to hear my flaws? Here are the flaws that oh, tell I'd me like about. To, I'd like to hear the flaws <laughs> that sort of things you have. I've got my own list. They said that I need to avoid the tendency to generate so many options that I get paralyzed by indecision. And I should try to pay Analysis. close attention to facts, details, and timelines to eliminate unrealistic options along the way. So I certainly recommend going to try this out. 25 questions will get you that answer about your money personality. If you've got any other flaws for Ed, just text him to 5522. Well, somebody the other day wrote about how my pants were too tight (laughs) at the Wellington event. Is that a flaw or a compliment? I don't know. (laughs) Number nine on the list is QV slash Velocity. So two different websites that you can go to, Velocity, V-A-L-O-C-I-T-Y. I use these all the time to get evaluations on properties. So for example, if you're doing a review of your portfolio and you've used homes.co.nz, but you need something a bit more robust to supply the bank, go to qv.co.nz or velocity, V-A-L-O-C-I-T-Y.co.nz, and you can buy for about $50 an evaluation. Now, these aren't perfect, but they're a really good guide for what your house might be worth. And if you're trying to figure out whether or not you can split bank, if you can borrow some more money based on usable equity, this is a good starting point rather than having a full valuation done. And a lot of banks will accept these and lend you at the 80% or 60% of its uh, existing rental property. And the last one on my list is a company called Kit.io. That's Kit spelt with two Ts. And this is actually a company we tried to buy into, Andrew, at one point. It was initially created as a, like a zero for property investment. So kind of a, what to say watered down version, but no, I know it, I mean, it was actually, it was a targeted version of zero. Yeah, it basically was zero for property investors. And it was, the idea was that it would actually collect data from places like QV and Velocity, and it could look at the projected value of your house 
and the projected value of your mortgage and then it could figure out your LVR and do all these other things. Unfortunately, it kind of never took off to that extent and it is what it is today, which you're just going to tell you about. So they've now, and startup people love to use this word, pivoted, (sighs) so that they, (laughs) Andrew does not (laughs) like that word, so that they now include property management within it. So they're trying to make it software to self-manage your property portfolio. Now you can buy things off them like the inspections or you can get them to find new tenants for you and pay a fee for that but it's $35 a month for that software to try and self-manage your property in that instance. Now I must admit I'm a little bit sceptical about some of it but I know some property investors who are very active who like to be very hands-on love this sort of software so if you're that sort of investor this may be a good piece of software for you. If you want to be more passive, then you're probably going to be using a property manager and a tax accountant and probably going through zero because that's the gold standard software for accountants. So those are our top 10 tools. What's your favourite one on the list, Andrew? My favourite on the list is Planalytics. I'm really, really excited about looking at what this can do for some investors that we work with or, or just understanding the in-depth calculations that can be used. So Ed and I are actually going on a training course in a couple of weeks to learn how to use it and play around with all the different tools. And then I'm going to trial run it with some guinea pigs who are probably listening to this podcast. My favourite one on this list is probably Pocketsmith because I think that if you're the sort of nerd who really likes to use software in order to be able to sort your personal finances, then their entertainment. Well, then it is going to be a really good tool for you and quite powerful, and you will feel very confident once you've got your house more in order. Hey, let's wrap it up there, but please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the show. Really helps us get the message out to more people. And hey, if you've got a topic that you'd like Andrew and I to talk about, send us text. Our number is five five two two. We've phone, send us a text, it'd be great to hear from you, or my email is ed at opuspartners.co.nz. Thanks for listening to the Property Academy podcast, I'm your host Ed McKnight, and I'm Andrew McCoy. and we're going to be back again tomorrow with even more daily strategies, tactics and insights to help you get the most out of the New Zealand property market. Until next time, 